PKN 408. You were starting to say worst allergy year of your life. Yeah, yeah, and I it's it's by comparison though because like I as a kid I had no allergies at all, no pollen allergies. So like my yeah. friends who would get stuffy and all that, I'd be like, just breathe, idiot. Like we're <laughs> all in the same air. And it uh -huh. was maybe like five Ramos. years ago that I started noticing springtime. I'm like, oh, I guess I just get sniffles in the spring. I guess I guess eyes just get a little watery and stingy in the spring. That's I guess that's what being an adult is. And over the past five years, like this year, I went to go takes get something out of my car just a few minutes ago and just walking out into that sweltering heat by the time i'm back in my garage like my eyes are watering it's stingy it's draining if there must be pollen on my hands because if i go to rub my eyes now it's like looks like i just like fucked a cat like it's just, just horrible horrible don't like it still bad for people who dealt with that as kids well i i don't i don't I, all those allergy pills they make you sleepy right no pills no because right. i don't want to be made sleepy. regimen what is the solution? I uh, so first, there's one that's not the solution. There's a I don't think it's called singular. That's something else, but it's very close to that. And it made me crazy, crazy. I was a dick, an asshole, everything you could think of. I remember. Really? So I don't scream at my wife, right? It, what I do if I'm bad is take a tone, right? That, that's, <laughs> that, that's that's what she would say. She's yeah. like, "You're yelling at me." I'm like, "I'm literally not yelling." Is a tone that they yeah, either That's how or... you do it. <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. um, but I yelled at her. Yelled at her like, what are you doing? Like, like, like yell. Like, did you call her a name or did you just raise your voice like that? I think I just raised my voice like that. Yeah. And it was over a credit card bill that was like a few hundred more than I wanted it to be. Like, like, this is a long time ago. This is like, I mean, we lived in Apex. It was, oh, okay. I think it was more than 10 years ago. All right. And, and um, uh, we haven't clicked the infinite money button no. yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. But, <laughs> um, um, so anyway, uh, but it made me really sensitive about allergy pills, right? Like it's not something I wanted mm -hmm. to fuck with. And this year I asked a friend for advice and Zyrtec was the answer. And I'm like, all right, but you need to know allergy pills make me an asshole. And, and they looked it up and they're like, yep, that one you're talking about, it does. This one doesn't. That's bizarre. Take it once a night, every night. And uh, you're set. It has, I'm going to fuck this up because I'm not that good at reading scientific research papers, mm -hmm. but apparently the, what you want to do is take it daily on a schedule. You don't take it for relief like ibuprofen. You, it's almost a mm -hmm. blocker. And uh, if you take it at night, that solves the drowsiness problem that you mentioned. It doesn't impact everyone, but if it makes you drowsy mm -hmm. before bed and I did that this year reliably for the first time ever. I even had this like old man pill case yeah. labeled Monday, <laughs> Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It's just like that. <laughs> I, I have one of those. It's Dude, enormous. I find it really difficult to remember. That I, I find it really difficult to remember if I took a pill every day because it's so much like yesterday. I can't remember mm -hmm. like... Like like many other, you know, hey Woody, did did you whatever put water in the pool today? Yeah, it's different every time. I don't know. Like like mm -hmm. you know, it, I, I do know. I should say, taking a pill. It's like, well, I have a memory of taking a pill. I'm not certain that memory is from today or yesterday yeah. because it's so <laughs> similar. Kyle, are you mm -hmm. saying you have the similar like thing? Oh, yeah, all the time. So you're I both have, on the Zyrtec. Like grind? with my injections, I have to be. I'm like, shit. Did I inject today? Well, better be safe. <laughs> <laughs> Good call, Kyle. <laughs> so, so, uh, yeah, so anyway, I use a little pill case for my Zyrtec. I take it every night. Well, I stopped, actually, because the allergy season is not bad here this time of year. But I did it this spring, and it was magic. It was my most mild allergy season ever. That's my solution for you. I'll give that a go. Yeah. Because I sell, If you're lazy, yeah. they sell it on Amazon, Zyrtec. I'll just do yeah. that, because Benadryl, which is my only experience, mm -hmm. like... I think I must be more sensitive to Benadryl than the average person because that it, that's a damn near hallucinogen when you take <laughs> it at night and like you start falling asleep and you have like closed eye visuals and it's you're awful. like, what the fuck? So like, Benadryl, Benadryl is what, what I would take in an emergency. It's like, all right, there are, it's a binary decision. Either we are weepy eyed and can't work today mm -hmm. or we're loopy from Benadryl and like Benadryl is better. But I would say the first like 22, 23 years of my life, like I couldn't go outside in the spring and summer. Uh, it wasn't until I started taking Zyrtec, and uh, and then like I was outside all the time. I honestly think I cured my allergies though by exposing myself to the the pollen and stuff because it just went away. And I mean, when I was a kid, I was on like the old school nebulizer machine, the brrr, 
Mm -hmm. Like all the other kids are outside playing. Oh my wait, cousin, pause there. This is a machine, not an inhaler. You it's a whole machine. It, okay, it's a, and it's got what like a it? what is it? It's a nebulizer machine. If you want to Google that, but it's a it's a machine that compresses air and it's plugged into the wall and it feeds the compressed air into this little thing that's got like liquid medicine in it and it like vaporizes that or maybe nebulizes the word since it's called a nebulizer and then you well, you're okay. yeah that but from 1990 <laughs> so you breathe through it <laughs> and it it distributes medicine to your lungs almost as dust slash vapor we called them my breathing okay. treatments and they were and i needed them twice a day to like wow. stay alive so you were pretty Which side hardcore. do you suck on oh probably the right side but the yeah. they'll tell you Okay. Yeah. He'll tell you. <laughs> your, your allergies are much worse if you do it in reverse. You know, Taylor, I, to be honest, I appreciate the whole thing. All the attention is just good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, you no, know, I'm going to give Zertek um, You can lick the sides. I mean, that's just hot. But but, but you really can like, <laughs> power your way through you allergies. <laughs> I, I think that that's because I read that book about um, Teddy Roosevelt. And, and who knows, like, you know, a lot of those historical figures end up getting that Paul Bunyan treatment here and there. But, like, yeah. apparently the story is... And I don't think it's akin to like the George Washington cherry tree bullshit. I think this seems more realistic, like that he had crippling uh, asthma as a child. And he like, but he loved the outdoors so much that he would just keep hiking further every day with his crippling asthma until he like beat it. That's his story beat anyway. Asthma. Good That's for him. His, yeah. I think he, he, I can't remember his quote, but it was something about having a strong constitution, some old timey speak way of explaining oh, yeah. how he like manned you, his way through you it. You just like, he barely I, I, got in under the deadline of being able to do that Paul Bunyan shit. I I, I want to. I looked it up um, because I had he heard that exposure to something can make it worse, not better. And uh, the answer that I looked up was either can happen. You can lose tolerance and get allergies from exposure, and you can develop tolerance and lose allergies from exposure. So maybe Kyle really did. And. Huh. Well, I mean, I definitely did. Like, like, like for all right. Uh -huh. well, I will say maybe that, that's the reason I should say. For some reason, I don't have crippling allergies anymore. Like, I went outside right. and the neighbors are cutting their grass, and I'm just like, ah, the grass smells nice, doesn't it? But I can distinctly remember that that smell was like smelling fire as a kid. It was like, oh, that's a bad <laughs> smell. That smell is attached to like, I mean, my eyes would itch so much that I'd want to touch them, but I knew touching them was going to make mm -hmm. it infinitely worse. And so I'm just like. Tears are pouring. Like, they don't stop. They're just, like, rolling down yeah, my cheeks. it's just constant. And, and my dad's like, come on, we got to get some work done here. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> it was awful. My was eyes awful. are about to start watering so bad just sitting here in yeah. my house. <laughs> I was about to start coming down. Yeah, can you, you imagine do the Zyrtec thing? I'm going to give it a oh, go. Zyrtec is the solution, by the way. Like, like Zyrtec yeah, is what I started taking at some point when I discovered that. It was like, oh. Yeah, you just take this and you don't have allergies and you don't get drowsy or loopy. Yeah, or if it's nothing like Benadryl, I'm in. But Benadryl fucking Dude, sucks. This not year, like Benadryl. This year I did Zyrtec reliably for the first time. I had taken it unreliably before, but never in a case and daily. And I, it was like having a superpower. Like I can walk it. We have a tree outside where our cars are parked and it, it flowers. Oh my God, it flowers. There are so many flowers on it. You'd think the leaves were white. It's just covered with, and, and it's huge. It might actually be two trees that are so close to each other. It appears to be one. And it is an allergy trigger like, like no other. And I'm just out there like, oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Suck a dick. <laughs> so. Like I want, I'm wondering, and maybe this is a stupid thing to wonder if everywhere has like allergy pollen season like we have here in Georgia. Like, like I don't know, but like like let me just describe that like there are weeks at a time when your car is yellow. Like you'll yeah. go outside and your car yeah. will have a thick film of yellow pollen on it. Like like we're all like the most I don't know if that's a global phenomenon. Like pe maybe if people yeah. in France are like, no way or, or whatever those pieces of shit sound like. Yeah, North Carolina can match you. I'm not sure New Isn't Jersey Isn't it great did. that they've managed to be pieces of shit on into the 21st century? <laughs> yeah. like, 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 they've got a bad rep, and, like, 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 people in the South, I think, for a while have been like, damn, we gotta stop fucking our cousins. They heard about it and all. We, just stopped, <laughs> we cut that shit out. Uh, like, Alabama, maybe not. <laughs> we don't count Alabama. We all take right. Florida as a southern state. We exclude Alabama. And we're not looking so bad. I thought Mississippi right. was the one that got excluded from the bunch, not Alabama. It's Alabama every time. Oh, it's because of uh, Roll Tide. All the other states are a bit jealous. That adds to it. Well, one thing is, like, and I've made that drive so many times, the rest of those states are literally forgettable. Like, you make the drive from Atlanta to New Orleans, mm -hmm. and I'm like, wait, how many states were there? Because I only remember the one. 
you forget I mean, about Ar yeah. Arkansas and uh, Mississippi, or, or there's nothing of note there. Yeah, you can drive from, you could probably get most of the way from Georgia to St. Louis, where I am, and never leave a road that isn't densely just surrounded by thick forest, and okay. it would feel like the exact same place the you entire know what way. Blew me away. Like to, to add to Kyle's point, I did the Trans America Trail last year, and yeah, I'd go through Arkansas, and. It's like, not only is this town so small, there's no DoorDash, there's no Best Buy, there's barely a grocery store in this town, there's no motorcycle store, there's no facilities that I took for granted. In New Jersey, like, all of these things are everywhere. There's no part of New Jersey that's not dense enough to have lots of, like, robust services. Of course, mm -hmm. There's yeah. no hotels. There's oh, a, you mean in the, the state of New Jersey? That should be, yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. In New Jersey, there's no part that's not, it's actually, it was mm -hmm. the most densely so populated dense. state. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if that's still true. And uh, but you go to Arkansas and it's like, oh, did your GoPro break? There's no GoPro within a hundred miles of you. The <laughs> fuck? Are you in Fayetteville? No, <laughs> sorry. Like, <laughs> yeah, like I didn't know America had that. I thought we like our our like I don't know, like like they're just the Amazon could get anything anywhere, and it's like no, no, it's different in parts. I, I thought about that driving through like one of those like oceanside places in Myrtle Beach, where like. I think my wife and I, we weren't sick, like nothing was happening. But like in my head, I was like, like the thought of a jellyfish sting jumped in my head. And I was like, there, I, I, we've been driving for 10 miles along this beach. There's nowhere to get medical attention. It's places to like buy beach shirts with penis puns. Yeah, and, that's, and like that's one of the reasons. Weed stores. I was going to say, that's one of the reasons why it's, I, I think the people in like metropolitan areas, they, they probably don't know where their closest hospital is. They're like, I don't know. There's like three of them within five minutes. Yeah. But like when you're in the country, it's like you need to take note of that and know it. Because if someone ever gets hurt, you need to know if it's faster or all right. So the fastest one from where I grew up would mm -hmm. be Ty Cobb in Royston, Georgia. But uh -huh. there's also the Hartwell one. It might be slightly longer, but it's still a worse hospital. You wouldn't want to go there if it was closer. And then there's Stevens County all the way into like Tacoa, Georgia, where the mountain that we went up in mm -hmm. uh, is. That's at Stevens County. That's the preferred emergency room unless you're going all the way to Athens. These are important things to know growing up if you want to get stitched up right or if your head is hurt or if you yeah. really need help right now. It's yeah. important in general. As a parent, uh, it's good to know if they have peds. Like, oh. Yeah. Uh, that Pediatrics, I should have said for the audience. Mm -hmm. Um because it's like, all right, your kid got hurt. Okay. But the anesthesiologist there doesn't do kids. And there isn't like, like the nurse anesthesiologist. Like they, they need to call in people mm -hmm. or maybe just send you somewhere else. It's good to know where the local peds one is. And that's not every hospital. Yeah. Yeah. And then sometimes like just from people I know in the medical profession, they'll be like, like, even if you are in a rural area, don't go to the rural hospital. Like drive the extra hour if you're not going to die and go to the good hospital. Like I'm yeah. fortunate that like I live in a, a city and so like when i mm. got my arm stabbed talked to my dad i was like i'm just going to the closest hospital he's like ah not that one go to the one a little further away i'll stitch you up a little <laughs> better i'm like all right whatever and like but this turns out they didn't would be totally different no it turns, <laughs> out, it turns out he was uh yo i'm gonna give See, my dad a bad yelp review for we that only have one example to go with though imagine <laughs> oh for the one other, the other place you'd have had gangrene and lost the arm <laughs> they, oh, that's, you know touche yeah, that's, that's true that's true yeah. it'd be, oh is that you for you for prosthetic like Sorry. I, uh, my brother, when my brother like had his head injury, he mm. like had a brain bleed. This is a couple years ago now. Mm. And he was like at this rural hospital near like Columbia, Missouri. And that's like where Mizzou is like right in the middle of the state, right between almost St. Louis and Kansas city. And he like got hurt, had to go to the hospital near there at Columbia hospital. And they told him the doctor there was like, keep taking Leah. If you have pain, just like take aspirin. And like then he got back to like a real doctor closer to the city. And it was like, I think it was a nurse he was talking to actually. And he had a brain bleed. And he's like, Yeah, he just told me when it starts to like get irritated to take some aspirin. And she was like, What a brain bleed? He's like, Yeah. He's like, He told you to take a blood thinner for your brain bleed. And he was like, Yeah, I guess. I don't know. And she's like, Do not do that again. Oh my God. Oh my God. You could, be, you could be dead right now. Do not take blood thinners on it with a brain bleed. My God, you need to like call that hospital, find out who told you to do that because that's like a death wish what you're doing. And he stopped immediately, but it was like, oh, this is like, like literally a life or death thing. Just a haphazard, take aspirin to feel better for your brain bleed. Just a little reminder. I just, I just, all right. That's horrific. Um, 
and probably even a bigger deal than what Zach wrote, but it dropped my jaw. My local hospital set my broken arm without painkillers when I was 12. The fuck? Jesus <laughs> Christ. That's bones with no painkillers. You grow up in the Middle Mine Ages? Sent home with that. <laughs> Mine sent me home with that broken uh, ankle that time and told me it was sprained. And it wasn't until I woke up in excruciating pain that they like looked at the x-ray a second time, I guess. They uh, had my mom, who is 550, <laughs> holding me down. Your mom weighs 550 pounds? That's on a good day. That's like... <laughs> All right. 550 pounds. Is she a tall woman? Is she seven foot three? Is <laughs> <laughs> his mom's eight Bro, foot one? She's 5'10. Oh, that actually is a tall that woman. That helps. Yeah. Uh, that's a big oh, well, I don't know what the BMI is at 5'10 for a woman. I mean, maybe it's okay. <laughs> like, oh, well, never mind then. I was worried. Yeah, you, you should have let me overweight. <laughs> who's the who's sounds the, like she's just a husky lady <laughs> she shapes like a big mac That's a yeah. lot of women <laughs> who's the heaviest person you know in like a day-to-day -day reality? Day -to -day reality that would be hard because you know it's hard to eyeball sometimes like 400 looks like 600 if they're like a certain my world is to be so a guy. small taylor does it include online I guess it might have to. I remember who yeah, I'm talking yeah. to here. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, the mailman's a little pudgy. <laughs> he stops by daily. He counts, I was, right? I was in a meeting a couple of years ago, and it was <laughs> I was with a with it was it was a big group of people in a meeting, business meeting, and this guy who was like running the show that day showed up. No one, you know, I had never seen the guy before, and he was probably five foot five. All of 400 pounds. Oh, God. The, one of the largest, most spherical men I've ever seen. And, like, usually when you see someone like that, you're like, oh, what a miserable reality. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, it just would suck to be that fat. But yeah. this guy had such, like, high energy and was, <laughs> like, like doing so good with, like, pre presenting and everything. I was, like, I was more impressed because I was like, think of the quad strength and the ability to stand there. And like, he's, you can hear him breathing laboredly, like in, yeah. in an easy way. And like, by the end of it, I was like, this guy fucking loves business. Like he's, <laughs> he's all about it. He could have died this morning on the way in still busting ass. You know, he's you literally know. walking around with like you on his back, giving that pre yeah. presentation. <laughs> And like yeah. loving it every every minute of it. Yeah. He's shocking. one of those guys. He had like special, special orthopedic shoes to handle his immense mass. Oh, I like those. Because they were like they looked like, the like the of platform footwear. of like a weightlifting shoe, but it wasn't a weightlifting shoe. No, no it was it like uh there were it was just the, the shocks was, were just compressed. You ever the seen the new <laughs> Reebok rebars? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you remember the old, I mean, they still make them, but I remember when, like the first time like Nike made some shoes that had like the spr four springs in the back or what mm -hmm. it looks like. Yeah, four. The Nike and, like, and nobody's able to compress those bitches for some, you know, because then mm -hmm. it wouldn't be footwear. It would, you'd be fucking yeah. your ankle up all the time. I always wondered though, like if you were fat enough, would they like start compressing down in the back and you got like a, like a low rider shoe? Yes. Yes, they would. I remember there was a guy I worked with at the rental car place named Ian, mm. and he was a big fat person. And he wore those Nike great shocks. A great big fat person. Mm -hmm. And he had those Nike shocks with like the four things. And like I, it must have been every day that I was like, dude, you're wearing dress pants. What are you doing? Like you <laughs> look like a dumbass. I, I thought like, the shocks were gonna like no, I didn't help all at their, all. All, Lost all their suspension. Dude, there was that, a like, TV uh, show. He had those those like feet oh. that like babies have almost, where like you know, if you grow up fat, you walk weird. Like your feet don't angle correctly. Yeah, I should do yeah. what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I have a friend who got very fat after a kidney thing. He still runs like a not fat person because he grew up okay. not fat. But this guy's shocks because he leaned in on his, mm -hmm. his feet like Tommy Pickles would. The inside shocks were smaller. Yep. It had been smushed down a little bit in a, in a curved way. So, Kyle, you just have to be a big fat fat person. I want to say this. So. There was a TV show in the 70s. I forget the fucking name of it, but the, all the all the characters in it were black. And there was this one guy, Fred Berry, who would dance. And it was amazing to watch this immense fat person dance. And Zach put it up too early, but that's him. <laughs> but I, I was shocked he could even move as a child. He doesn't even look fat anymore. No, <laughs> he looks he looks like a regular guy. He would like, like he could be on the cover up in the air. It's illustrated. If anything, like if anything he looks strong. <laughs> yeah. 
He looks strong. I was like, shocked like a, like a fat a person could move. Like, like he must get <laughs> exhausted in 15 seconds with dancing like that. And now I see him and it's like, uh, he's just a normal person. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. I'm 220 pounds. <laughs> That's how you know someone in the 90s. Children? That's how you know like the sure. 90s fat guys who died were truly fat. Like you go back and you watch a Chris Farley skit. Chris Farley yeah. is 2022 fat. <laughs> okay. Like in 1994, that was a, a behemoth. He was like a, he could have been at like the 1904 World's Fair. He could have been that guy, like sitting on a little bike. <laughs> uh, thinks, like, I'm looking at him in the Chippendales skit. That's a good place to look. He's mm -hmm. not his fattest. But, yeah, he's a little uh, spry. I see some of his bigger pictures, and I agree with what you're saying. Swayze looks mm -hmm. great in that picture. Oh, Swayze was a man amongst men, right? With that physique and like like, like the good looks and the hair and everything. Yeah, I remember like I, I always thought he was a little like an action star, but not a true tough guy. Does that no, make sense? not a tough guy. He's more of the okay. like, like the romantic, soft kind of. But he played in Roadhouse and like Roadhouse. I feel like and and in Point Break, like he was supposed to be tough, and I always thought he was sort of miscast. He's like sexy Kurt Russell. He, yeah. he kind of rides that line, you know. Then Kurt mm -hmm. Russell does that too. He didn't do a Kurt lot of action, but he did some. And, was, uh, did he crush it in a soldier, soldier. movie? It's called Soldier. It's he called says, Soldier. Like, he says forty-eight words in it. They pay him like I like fifty-eight thousand dollars a word or something. <laughs> he spent. He, it was one of the first times someone like it doesn't look good by today's standards, but he spent a year working out. I, I can remember my grandmother telling me this when this movie was coming out uh -huh. in like ninety-four or whatever. She's like, Kurt spent a year working out, Kyle. He spent a year working out. They they wanted him to take the role, and he said, "No, I need a year." I remember her telling me because she's a huge fan of him, and like I'm sure she liked his muscles for that movie. But like right. he de he did a a real body transformation that didn't involve steroids, um, right? For for a man who wasn't an action star, and he looks pretty fucking legit in the movie. And it's a um, uh, it's not like a a great movie, but I like it. It's a it's a movie that I like. I agree. I'm I was looking at him uh, as you talked about that. It's like what you said. Like he. He looks good. He looks really good. Marvel has ruined our idea yeah. of what actors can do. Uh, and so many Marvel actors have turned into like unnaturally amazing physiques. But uh, Kurt Russell has a is, looks solid. He looks good. Transformation. Yeah. And I, I mean, oh, and so I also saw maybe the, even the same article where they talked about how much money he made per word in that film. And it's <laughs> outrageous. It's, it's like $58,000 a word. <laughs> but, um, Maybe more, maybe five hundred thousand dollars worth. I don't remember crazy. what it was or how many words, but it's a, it's very it's few because yeah. he's um and it's a cool premise, right? He's he is uh he was like a um from birth he was part of like the Spartan program where like they're gonna make mm -hmm. super soldiers. That's neat, but they're not genetically engineered in any way. They're not augmented in any way. They just took babies from birth it's like and big then, orphans, and, and then they and then throughout their entire lives until they were like military age and they passed the final test. They were getting killed off or not making the cut until you had the best of the best. Wait, is this a hero character? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds and, a lot like Coney. And at the <laughs> <laughs> but uh but but then like at the end the movie's coming on and he's like 40 now, you know, which is like crazy old in soldier years. And the first <laughs> wave of these genetically engineered like badasses are coming in, and uh, they pit the genetically engineered badass against like four of the original guys. But instead of having a normal fight. They decide to do future fighting, which is where you've got like a whole bunch of chains tied to the ceiling, and everyone climbs up them and then does battle like, like up amongst, <laughs> up amongst no, the chains. Uh, wait, so you have to like set? Do you have to like book the chain room for? They <laughs> had the chain room prepared. It was this was a big deal. It was a presentation, <laughs> dude. That sounds so stupid, man. It was. Uh, they had, they, wait, so every time they fight, they, they find their way into the chain room, or there's always a chain room. You know, nearby? there's only one fight. It's right at the beginning when they're kind of in the. They're comparing the old with the new soldiers. You know, you got this is our brand new things, and the and there's the the old colonels like ah, my boys are battle hardened, and you know they have like a face off, and you know they climb up the chains and do battle. How are the new soldiers impervious to bullets? No, they are a hundred. They they are not impervious to bullets. They're just smarter oh and stronger. And climbing and a chain is a terrible plan. Well, they're doing mm. battle against the other soldiers. You're they're not faster to... than bullets. The other soldiers have guns too. They've all got guns, right? Well, it was hand to hand combat. I actually think it's okay. What it really is is they're hanging from chains, and it gets to show off their biceps. Like it, if you fight shirtless <laughs> while hanging from chains, you look pretty badass. 
Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. do all my fighting hanging from chains. Yeah, I, I mean, if it's going to be filmed, I do. Yeah. See, Kyle, you should have led with that. I get it. Like, <laughs> anyway, so biceps were popping. I get popping. it. <laughs> Everybody's got a pump. Lots of citrulline. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's an okay movie. I like Kurt Russell. I, I, I like him in particular. I like, I've, I've probably seen everything he's done. Um, I, I like that shit, and uh, and I'd recommend it. But don't watch it thinking you're about to watch like an epic or something. You got to finish uh, Ozark, man. I'm an episode and a half from being done with it. Uh, I I'll tell you what it is. I I, I kind of don't want it to end. Um, I will get to it. It's just a, it's like ripping off a band aid. At some mm-hmm. point, I'll be like, and yeah, now let's let's do it. And uh, because I I you know I I don't want to talk about what I think is going to happen because sure. I'll read your reaction somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, 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 you know, I, I'm not going to be happy with the end. I know I'm not. So, uh, I'm just going to cruise on into it and, hey, watch, think, and watch Ruth ruin everything. I know she will. Now I can't look at you. Ruth will I ruin think, everything. Um, but I'm going to get to it soon. soon I don't think I you'll be as upset by the ending as you're worried. Hey, I hope not. not. I hope not. Hopefully not. But, but, you know, I, I, <laughs> I like shows for different reasons than, than, than some people like, like, like everybody loves the breaking bad ending. And to me, it was, hmm. you know. Uh, the whole last season was not a disappointment. It just bums me out. There's a reason I don't rewatch Breaking Bad. I think it's one of the best shows ever made, but I don't like the story that's being told. Like, like, like I, it's mm-hmm. made perfectly. Walt's so fun when he runs yeah. over those gangsters and tells Jesse to run, or when he poisons those people. I love that shit. Mm-hmm. Every time he like pulls off one of his heists with that that super magnet shit. That was wild. That was neat. I like the magnet. That was the show at its peak, if you ask me. When he had that fucking mega magnet and it like the whole truck like stuck to the wall. <laughs> the peak of the show for me was when they smashed the RV. So the RV was almost a character in Breaking Bad to me. Like it, mm-hmm. it was one of the it, it was their it was where they made the meth. It was a big idea on how they could do it more safely. And it was a central plot point several times. And of course, uh I'm sorry, what's Walter's brother-in-law's name the cop oh the bald guy hank Hank. oh perfect thank you so you know hank's outside he's wanting to get in it was this big problem and they knew the art he's going to come back with the warrant and the guy who owned the junkyard just crushed the rv for him and removed the problem and one it was the thing that i really like in shows where they kill a main character if you kill a main character and show me main characters aren't safe i appreciate what you're doing for me and two, it like solved the problem. I, I was, I was just like, holy yeah. shit, it's gone. That was the tall, skinny, like gray-haired yes. guy. When like Hank comes and he's like, sorry, he's like, he's like an old Shaggy from Scooby Doo. Like yeah. that's kind of what the yeah. line of work. <laughs> that that's a great description. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I'll say this as well. Another, another super high point is when Hank and his wife watched the video that the DVD that oh, uh, that Walt and his wife have made for them. And they're mm-hmm. sitting there watching it, and it, it blew the internet up the next day. I know, and, and immediately Reddit like took out what Heisenberg was saying and and edited in that footage from Malcolm in the Middle, where <laughs> Brian Cranston is like roller skating and dancing to music, and, and it's like silly pop music, and he's doing a whole like mm-hmm. I can hear the music. It's it's very silly, and but then it cuts to them being like, oh. God, <laughs> it's hilarious. It's great. I appreciate um, a show where the characters are smart and the foes are smart. Like that's the thing that I really like. And mm-hmm. it, most shows, King of Queens, or um, I know these. That's a comedy. Everybody loves Raymond. Everyone loves Raymond. There's so many <laughs> dumb people in the show, or mm-hmm. it's smart person versus dumb person. Like that's a common thing that happens in the show. When it's smart guy versus smart guy, when and like I really like. That's one of the reasons Ozark shined. Now, Ozark has some fools, but most of the characters in Ozark are no fools. Yeah, you, you that, did a good job. You, you nailed it right there. Like, like a lot of Ozark is about two entities who are too smart for their own good and sm- almost equally smart. Like, like, like you've got two real Very aces well going, but, but one of them finds a dummy in the middle. That's what happens every time. If you were to go back and look for that trope for, mm-hmm. for, for like, using a hmm. dummy against your much smarter enemy it's what ozark does like every every ever every other episode to create the new drama we got to go find a dummy and talk to him Dude, and it, it's it not even like that guy that works at the motel is your is dummy fucking number one <laughs> like, oh, like, dude, I, I don't want to say the line he says to oh wait, wait are you talking about the person who has down syndrome no no oh, no, no the no, blonde no, 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 guy no. well that would be mean to call Although he worked at the strip club he's wonderful no i'm talking about the blonde guy who who like 
they'll be and like, the so casino. who does the books around here? Oh, mm-hmm. that little boy in 138, he does the books. I don't know <laughs> anything about all that. <laughs> hey, I'm not supposed to talk to strangers. But if you want to know where Ruth keeps all of her drug money, I mean, I mean, petty cash. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they killed the band. They killed him. Like, like he's just the worst. He, he the guy's like thirty nine years old, just retarded. Like what, just yeah. spilling you can't the beans. Running a criminal inter- enterprise with like that kind of person, he is literally slower than that gentleman who has is that Down syndrome. He's yeah. an actor. Like, like that's a bright. I don't know why I'm acting like that's an actually retarded person in any way Wait, whatsoever. That actor doesn't have Down syndrome. Well, he has no, Down syndrome, but he's a fucking yeah, actor, the, which leads me one. to believe he's a very high functioning person with Down syndrome. Roger More right. high functioning than us. Yeah, See, that, the, an actor the, on the look of Down syndrome and the <laughs> consequence of it are not tied in together like you might guess. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I've heard called, that. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, Down I've syndrome. seen the actors who are. There's a couple of actors with Down syndrome. There's a girl who is excellent that I've seen used so well in uh, American mm. Horror Story. Uh, I haven't seen that because when you see someone who looks like a Down syndrome little child do some horrific shit, it really is off putting. Of course. Uh, She's a yeah. great character actress. Yeah, I, I had a, a manager at Cisco whose son had Down syndrome, but barely looked like it. But mm. the um, the mental really? impacts were actually pretty severe. But he had it's called mosaic Down syndrome, and, and some people look like it, but only have it a little. Like they become actors, perhaps, and some people have it mm. a lot, but only look like it a little. That's how Down syndrome. Can so you hit. couldn't see it in like the the Down syndrome facial structure, really. Barely maybe if you like, if you like looked for it, maybe. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. If you were sensitive to it, so he had a really hard time getting services, like at school, and from that, uh, mm-hmm. someone who looked more classical Down syndrome would have had. Wow. You had to, that's like, that's even your... harder, honestly. Like because at least like uh, if you oh, look like on. you have Down syndrome. Well, no, think of it from his perspective. He has the, the mind of someone with Down syndrome, and every social interaction he has is an oh, uphill climb of so trying was, to say, so "I have Down diminished? syndrome." Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't catch that. What I for some reason I heard someone who just had a touch of Down syndrome, no. and they looked a little like it, but they were bright. Whereas, like, no. Kyle, if, if someone had visible oh, Down goodness. syndrome and they needed your help with something, you'd be like, oh, my goodness, absolutely, let me carry that. Like, you'd, you'd help him out. But if yeah, it was a because, guy who looks, like, normal, but he ha- was mentally deficient, you wouldn't be as willing to offer assistance. I can think of no group of people that I'm more likely to help than those afflicted with Down syndrome, and I'll tell you why. I don't Orbs. think of them as sneaky people, okay? <laughs> I, don't, I don't think that they have, frankly, the capacity <laughs> to have, like, set a trap for me. So when I see them down on their luck, I know you. it's legit. I know it's legit. <laughs> they <get> you, <laughs> so, so if you ever want to entrap me somehow, you want to use a downy as bait. You just throw him out there. This absolute fool believes me a retard. Oh, oh yes, please more candy, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've often wondered why Down syndrome people, at least in my exposure, are as sweet and kind as they are. Like, is it, is it a side effect like of Down innocence? syndrome? Mm-hmm. Is it just people with Down syndrome? You know tend to be sweet and that's a thing or is it that people with down syndrome get conditioned to be sweet rewarded for being sweet and kind and just exist that way all the way into adulthood i don't believe that one we're all conditioned to be sweet some of us just pieces of shit Mm, it, it, hurt, I think it, it might be like it could just be an, an individual personality thing because when i was in high school i volunteered with like a, an autistic school and some of the like the kids were very severely autistic mm-hmm. and like some of them would have the exact same level of autism and like functionality or nonverbal, whatever. And one of them would be the sweetest kid in the world that just wanted to sit there and smile and eat his Funyuns. Literally a kid. I remember he loved Terrible Funyuns breath. and he would eat Funyuns every day. Then there was another kid that would just, <laughs> for no reason, he'd, he'd eat his, he'd eat his cheese it snacks or whatever he did, or he'd have his Funyuns and then he'd just go piss in the corner of a room oh, to, no. for, for no reason. And like, I, maybe he was mad. He didn't get all his own cheese. It's Taylor. <laughs> I'm just, just guessing. No, I was, that was the way I taught the kids about sharing. <laughs> one for you. The way we, the way we share is you give your food to the biggest person around. <laughs> Bigger people need more food. Yeah, need more you explain food. calorie intake to them that day. Yeah, yeah, the calorie intake. Like I, I've said, I've talked about working at that school before. There was there was this one autistic kid who was maybe six four, six five, built like a linebacker, enormously strong and big, and he had no capacity to like realize how big and strong he was. And there was a chain with a uh tire in the middle of the room not like an outdoor one like a just kind of thing to play with in their their classroom and there was this small kid i think it was the funyuns kid sitting there there swinging one day yeah there was a tire tire swing tied to a chain in the classroom tire swing 
little there tire swing. Any, was that the only chain? That was you the know, only. You, it was it was a room. Actually, it was a rope. It wasn't a chain. It was a rope in the center of the room with a big tire swing, and then there were like other ancillary rooms and toys and things. Okay. And this, I the was making sure they didn't have like the soldier room with the chains because that would certainly been not. No, no, they didn't have the chain soldier room. But this this big autistic guy ran in and like if one of the the teachers hadn't like stepped in because this kid came into the room and he loved he didn't like the tire swing he loved it he <laughs> loved the tire swing and so he burst into the room like he was about to rob a bank he locks eyes on the tire swing Funyun's kid is in there Funyun's kid is seven and he starts running like he's about to make a tackle to win the super bowl towards this tire swing and a teacher just barely makes it and is like donald what do we say? And he like got nonverbal and like wouldn't say anything. He's like, yes, you don't push Timmy off of the tire swing just because you want it. We don't want to repeat it yesterday <laughs> or last week or last month or <laughs> two days ago. But it was, I think that that's what I took away from it. Is some of the kids were just genuinely sweet and some of the kids were just kind of crappy the way anyone's personality might differ. Yeah. Autism-based aggression is a thing. Like it, it, it just it can keep mm -hmm. confusion and they're in their own world of hurt and, uh, yeah, it, it's tough, bro. Yeah. And it would be so. a dial sometimes, too. Like, a, like I, that makes sense what you say. Like, a really, really sweet kid who was always sweet would, like, lose it for a few minutes. And then he'd, yeah. like, like, almost like a coin flip. Then he'd be back to just Colin hanging out. Do that. He did that. I'm trying to remember what he was so upset about. Oh, my wife used um, fake tan on her, right? Oh. And mm -hmm. uh, when it's first applied, it's, um like, uneven almost. Like, it's it can have streaks and stuff. Like And, mm -hmm. and uh, he did not like it. He was demanding that she take it off, but she needs to wear it for a few hours. And uh, he, he said that he wanted her to look like he does. And for whatever reason, he was just like not mm -hmm. at all cool with mm. it. And then he apologized later. And, you know, that's just it would never happen with a neurotypical person. Mm. Yeah, makes sense. What, what's your theory behind that? Like the, uh, the, the thing that he's. Oh, Kyle. No, like the, the why some kids are like ornery all the time, because what I noticed, it wasn't like. Some kids just freaking out. Some of the kids were like ornery all the time. Like they would are go you, out of the way. To, are you asking me why I think some children have like. Yeah, like, you were you were talking about how like some developmentally disabled kids, like some of them will be so kind and sweet. And or maybe I'm misconstruing. I it was just talking about that. people with Down syndrome and how they, they all seem to have sweet hearts to me. Down syndrome in particular. Uh, and But there's I mean, there's any number of other ways somebody could be like mentally diminished in one way or another. Sure. Um, that outside of that, I'm talking about specifically the Down syndrome children. I would trust uh, one of those. Like if he came up to me and he was like, "Quick, come with me," I'd like I, I totally would. But if it was any other race or gender, no, <laughs> no, no, absolutely. A child could come running up to me and say, "Quick, come with me," and run away, and I'd be like, "Fuck that!" I've seen. <laughs> I would seen be like, "Uh, you're black." <laughs> so he wouldn't I'm, help. No, if no I other recognize, races if I recognize my neighbors like little girls, like like then mm -hmm. I would go because he's pretty chill. He came over and talked to me the other day, but 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 otherwise no, like like, like and they're black. So so haha. -ha. <laughs> 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 uh, said Check not helping me. any other genders or, or ethnicities. He's <laughs> not racist. He has a black neighbor. You want help? <laughs> <laughs> haven't haven't done anything to drive them out. Not a thing. <laughs> yeah. I am I also racist. immune from racism. I held up. I watch sports. I have a black dog. That'd be a hilarious angle to take. Like, I love sports. And they're like, which one? Ice hockey. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I love sports. There's that one guy. No. Well, that other guy. No, he's not black. Like, I'm just trying to find are, one. Are there any black hockey players right now? There must be a couple. There, there are. Oh, yeah. There's, there are people of color, but how many are black? There's one. No, there's two guys I can think of. Actually, Wayne Simmons might be retiring, so that would make it one guy I can think of off the top of my head that's like fully, like 100% black, PK Subban. And then there's a lot of guys who are like uh, mixed race. Well, who's not the, a lot. That's also an exaggeration. Who's the most famous black hockey player ever? I have mine in my head. I'm not sure he's black enough, though. Uh, <laughs> probably, probably Jerome McGinley. That's the one I had too from the Calgary yeah. Flames. But he's yeah. also someone like he's like very he's very mixed race, and so it mm -hmm. feels cheaty to say that almost. But he he was black, so that counts. What about the enforcer for the Flyers? Uh, Ooh, uh, fuck that guy rocks. Um, last name starts with a B, I think. Um, Larocque, something like that. Um, yeah, it's a French name. He's a French Canadian black guy who used to beat the absolute shit out of people. These yeah, I would cards. argue that he, at least one season or two, he was the toughest hockey player. 
Yeah. Oh, I, I bet he was. Yeah. I'm yeah. oh, the, the toughest guy in the NHL right now for the past probably fucking eight, seven, eight years. Ryan Reeves, he's black. Okay. Yeah. Maybe he's so, the most famous black player right now. I would say PK Subban. That guy's super famous because oh. he, until he got taken down by injuries, he used to be a tremendous defenseman. But yeah. uh, speaking of, of sports, Kyle, mm. Atlanta Braves, 12 game win streak. They haven't lost in 12. They're second in their division or con- not conference division behind the New York Mets. It's looking like it might be the year of Kyle. First game of the Stanley Cup Finals between Kyle's Avalanche and the despicable <laughs> Tampa Bay Lightning, who I'm pulling for. <laughs> because more no other reason than fuck Stan Kroenke, who owns the Avalanche and took the Rams away from us. The Rams Fair. who I never okay. watched. Very convoluted. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> Completely different sport you're mad at him about. But okay, I get it. Oh, everyone here hates him. No, it, it went pretty well over the weekend, too. Uh, Valentino Shevchenko, she pulled out a win somehow. And... Um, um, trying to think what else happened. Yeah, did Chael Sonnen, <laughs> I only saw the title, acted like some people thought she lost. Yeah, you know, it, it all goes back to, it's scoring's weird in MMA. It, it, scoring's always been weird in MMA. Oh. Not only does it sometimes not come out the way we think it should, and they're just literally wrong. It's like, hey, you didn't see what you should have seen. Like, that right. happens. Uh, yeah. But then there's the conversation between, like, is it significant strikes versus who, Shevchenko got held down a lot. Mm-hmm. And and they don't know how to score that because Shevchenko didn't get punched a lot. She didn't get punched a lot at all. She did like all the punching and kicking, but she got controlled a lot. And mm. it's like, how do you control that round for round with the the ten nine must system or whatever? And and then there's the like, it, let's say you punch me nineteen times and they're all really hard and I hate them and I punch you. Oh, I said it poorly. And, and you know, but they're not so bad. They're significant strikes. They're well landed. Yeah. But I hit whatever, some number less, seven times, but mine are haymakers. Who had the better round? My seven yeah, hit exactly. year 19. Like that happens a lot. This was literally an example of the one person Shevchenko was held down a lot, controlled a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but she did like the vast majority of the striking the that was anywhere near effective and the damage as well. And uh and it's she came out with a win. Um I I do think there's something about champions should kind of get the benefit of the doubt. I don't think you should have to beat the champ. If you outscore them, then you get the belt. But I think that uh, knock out the champ. You know, maybe give them a little bit of an edge there. So yeah, uh, yeah tie goes to the champ. Outsider, I, the knockout is such a bigger deal. Of like that guy didn't just go in and face or a, a champ. submission. He knocked him the fuck out or some, it, submitting. Yeah, it is to every, out at the end. It is to everyone. I think submission mm. can be almost uh, better to make a guy quit. Uh, because a lot of the times they could have continued, but they're admitting defeat, and it's almost like rubbing it in a little bit more. Uh, but I don't not, know. But, and you saw Tony. Fer- oh yeah, Tony Ferguson got his lights turned out a month ago, month and a half ago. Now is that the foot? And, the yeah, the foot yeah. kicking him under the chin. Is the, he okay? <laughs> he wasn't okay beforehand. Let, <laughs> so so I'll give you like, like an example that you that will tell you nothing about whether he's okay or not. He <laughs> he saw a fake. Like tweet, it's not even a fake tweet. Someone just took a picture of Dana White and then like wrote like a quote on top of it and then <laughs> tweeted it at him, at Tony Ferguson. It was like something mean, something like Tony's yeah. washed, like like he needs to get out before while he's got a brain. Dana never said that, mm-hmm. but this guy just like threw it up on a picture of Dana and like tweeted it at, and Tony's like, "Oh, it's gonna be like that, old man. Is, is that what it is? <laughs> Champ shit only. Now you've lit the fire." <laughs> <laughs> and it's literally just some guy named like Funny Troll sixty nine, like yeah. <laughs> just messing yeah. with people. He's like, after this, I'm gonna Photoshop another picture of wings in Ukraine. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's just exactly. fucking that guy. Yes. Just, and you know who had the best day? That guy. That guy. <laughs> that guy was like, everyone, come in here. <laughs> Look what I've done. I've created a problem online. Yeah, was, uh, those punchy ex fighters. Um are easy to get one over on because punchy is a good punchy feels like what they used to call how they used to call PTSD shell shock. Like, mm. like, like I think punchy just means CTE. Oh yeah. Dude, you go back prior you know? to shell shock and they'd be like, what's wrong with private Thomas? Oh, he's kind of being a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't think he was such a bitch when we brought him from his home. Like and then forced you know, him my, for, my favorite new saying it's from the boys. Um, that Homelander asks his oh, assistant <laughs> if her brain is getting fucked by stupid. <laughs> and then, I, I, sorry to cut you off. And then she's like shocked that he was so rude, 
And he's like, it wasn't a rhetorical question. So she goes, no, my brain's not getting fucked by stupid right now. (laughs) (laughs) And then later on, she's using it to her subordinate. She's like, is your brain getting fucked by stupid right now? But (laughs) she's got like a creepy relationship with her subordinate. So she like pulls out a strap on and he's like, yes, my brain is getting fucked by stupid. (laughs) I do need an adjustment. And the best part is the strap on is like a Homelander brand one, so it's all American. So like, there's that fetishization. So a bunch it, of stars and stripes. They're their gods, it. you know. Mm-hmm. They they're like they're like the the Roman or the Greek gods. They really are uh, mm-hmm. so much so. I've heard people say that it's <clears throat> it's supposed to be an allegory for celebrities, and that makes a lot of sense because celebrities to some extent are treated that way as well. But to me, it just seems like it's it's more fun and classy if it's mm-hmm. an allegory for like the Greek pantheon of gods. Because yeah. they're so flawed and awful, and yet all powerful at the same time. Not I'm no prude when it comes to TV shows, so. right? I love to see my characters fuck. I want to see them fuck in every different position. I'm all about it. Sometimes the boys is a little gratuitous, even for me. <laughs> like it, every show, someone is coded head to toe in like brain and blood and gore and just Guts. craziness they had days of filming inside of a whale in season one but this season's a whole new thing and it came into my mind because kyle mentioned the dildos there is a fight scene where they have a dildo for every character and i'm like oh that's a mave dildo that's a homelander dildo that's a starlight dildo and and they're just like punching dildos through the back of the skull and out someone's eyeball like as a death method. Yeah. And I'm like, <clears throat> you know, even I'm finding this a, a little gratuitous. <laughs> like, it's over the top. She killed like a Russian oligarch and his entire team of like 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 henchmen, henchmen yeah. with his collection of superhero dildos that he, he he was having like a cocaine sex party. He had like five hookers and a bunch of dildos. Oh, and, who was uh, he hurting? Well, sounds he like he was just having a fun time. Yeah, the hookers yeah. Didn't, didn't. I will say this. Seem to like oh, it. they didn't want to if be. If you there. remember, <laughs> but, but, but I think he just wanted to show because he he was like, "You take this and you put it in her," and then that's when like the evil assassin girl who we're supposed to like be friends, like love or something, like sticks a dildo through the back of the skull and out of his goddamn eyeball, and it's like I wanted to see where Igor was going with this. He had some ideas. That, that, is, that is a little excessive. He's the next Spielberg. Well. <laughs> they didn't look drugged out. No, none of them were crying openly. Okay, they they were they had been paid to be there. They were cowering on the bed in fear. After she killed everyone, they were. Maybe I remember it wrong. I, I do that sometimes. <laughs> they were afraid but of her. I thought, it, I thought her. even <laughs> like, like when he after- was like, you fuck her with this, they were like, no, shit, here we go. Oh, what did they think they were there for in their panties? Like, did they choose oh, to be there? I, I don't know. Igor wanted us to dance a little. He expected <laughs> sex. All right, Come you on, they're Russian wars. That's yeah. so true. Yeah, you win. You win. <laughs> I haven't I seen up. any of this. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, the Trust boys, me, if you like that getting... show, I, I like that show, but it is stupid gory. Yeah. yeah. I don't mind gore. I don't mind that. Uh, I, I'm saying gore, but like, and, and I like the sex, but like in the opening six minutes, I think there were four sex scenes. The comics are See, way... See, that's, that's too try hard. That's too the, try hard. The comics are way worse in every oh, way. Whoa, like, yeah, like, this like, is a show with violence and sex. Whoa. And they're like, what do we have to offer? Violence and sex. And like, they're going to burn themselves out in the next season. And people will be saying that they lost track of the plot. And it's all violence and sex. And That's possible. Going. But season three, I'm finding, is holding up to the other two. Oh, it's excellent. Oh, I'm predicting they, they, based they, on nothing. Yeah. Oh, you're okay. pretty, they've, got a really, <laughs> so they've got a cool. Um, they just added a new character who's going to be really cool with Jensen Ackles. And uh, he did a pretty cool. But, He's always been ripped, so I don't even know how much of a body transformation he did. He just looks great. Uh, I, I can't wait to see the next episode. It, it's a, it's a cool show, and they've got like they're just getting into the beginning of telling their big story, so they could easily stretch this out. And the, and the comics are much more depraved and much more violent than the show is. I, I gave away fucking Mave and you know um, a years, lot of the, years ago I gave away like the major super spoiler, which is that Black Noir is a clone of Homelander designed to kill Homelander in case Homelander got out of control. Mm-hmm. And 
Black Noir as a clone was like super psycho, did a lot of the bad things they made Homelander think that he did. Does that make sense? They look mm-hmm. the same. Sure. So like, here's you on film raping a chick, mm-hmm. and Homelander's like, Jesus Christ, I'm pretty bad when I'm not thinking. And yeah. uh, it was really Black Noir. Well, Black Noir in the TV show is not that at all. He's literally a black guy with burns on his face. Like, they're not a clone. Yeah. They don't seem to have the same powers. He has, I don't maybe I'm over reading into it but black noir seems to have a childlike intellect um i don't know where you're getting that he's he's like he i saw him drawing pictures of like cats like a kindergartner i, I mean i think he likes to draw but he's a mute <laughs> I, he, he, th- those may have been letters um that you mistook for cats so he I, looks I exactly like homelander <laughs> but he can't speak no, no he's in, a black in, guy in the comics that's true in the TV show, he's not the same person. In the TV yeah. show, he's black. Well, then how are they fooling him to think he's like doing stuff? I think He'd what I'm like, saying is there's guy. a divergence a different... between the comic and the show oh, okay. because Kyle was saying the comic was even worse than the show is, and I was like, oh, here's another thing that's like that. If there's like yeah. a bunch of like plots that are going to revolve around a clone of the main guy doing things, it seems like it's integral to make sure the clone looks like the guy. He's all right, all right just uh, just just to be clear, Taylor. In the comic book, he, he he looks just like Homelander, and he does those bad things. But in the the TV show, none of that is true. He is a completely different person. Oh, he's just they a different guy. The they don't okay. look like each other. There was no plot to have one do anything to the other. Well, I'm sorry, then my mistake. Complete divergence in the in the comic okay. book. I had a uh, oh, it's PKNs. So I might actually be able to watch it. So, Woody, I've long been of the opinion, and I want Kyle to weigh into as someone who doesn't know anything about the rules of the sport, is I think that sometimes, like usually intent to injure as a call only happens when the person is injured or it's so obvious, and if there's contact. Now, this, which I just sent, is a video from last round, New York versus Tampa Bay, and the guy throwing this attempted elbow is Jacob Truba, who is known for always headhunting and doing dirty things. Like he's the kind of defenseman that like the coach goes to him before the game and goes, Hey, take out Kucherov or Hey, take out Palat or take out one of their guys. Do you think, and, and he completely misses. Uh, I don't know if, if can we show NHL stuff in PKN or no? Fuck it. Why yeah. Let's <laughs> show it. Uh, so, so people can see. Yeah. It was obviously Zach hundred percent intentional. If you could throw that up there. So he misses entirely, but only because Palat ducks under his arm. This would have ruined his career potentially. <laughs> look at the, look at his own teammate reacting to. to, yeah. <laughs> to what was, he's like, "Oh my god, that's so hard. You're gonna, oh good." <laughs> I guarantee a lot of his teammates were like, "Please don't hit that." Oh my god! Dude, like, do you know how bold you here? Just that? let that let that replay here. Watch the beginning again, Zach. Go back to the beginning. This is the most bold and telegraphed elbow I've ever seen in my life just comfortably going elbow first towards someone's head. And that's as a result of him getting away with it for so long. Like this, I think maybe I could be called a bitch by hockey fans. I think that should have been called attempt to injure. It obviously was penalty for attempt to injure. Like, is it necessarily suspension? Well, that's another thing is it's, it's a big penalty. And so I think that in an instance like this, they should be able to call like at least like an unsportsmanlike for two. Like something. This should not go unpunished. Yeah, it should totally get two. I'm thinking game suspensions. Like, yeah, Oh, that's what it would be know, if you would have connected for sure. Yes, right? And, and I'm like, do you get punished? On, on The results should play into the punishment, but so should the intent. Sure, I agree. I think the In, example would be uh, like from baseball. Like I've seen guys um, throw a broken shaft of a bat at a pitcher. And uh, I can't remember exact. It's happened a few times where they throw a broken shaft at, at a pitcher or somebody because they thought, whatever, one thing or another. Mm-hmm. That's a, spe- a suspension. I'm almost positive, even in in, in baseball. Really? Like, well, yeah. other sports tend to be more strict about like violent things than hockey. Just the nature of it, because they don't allow fighting like in baseball and stuff. But like this kind of thing is unbelievable. Like you had that guy not ducked, had Palat not ducked, and he had taken that elbow from Truba. He he may never play in the NHL again. You can like, still go to jail for attempted murder. It shouldn't be like, <laughs> ah, attempted. Actually, there's no law against that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah. The fucking captain of the Minnesota Wild. I showed you the clip where he cross-checked the back of our best player's ankles. It yeah. didn't hurt our best. We're well, not our best player, Puchnevich. He's still a good player. But nothing happened because of that. He attempted to injure him. He tried to harm his Achilles no, tendon agree. and make it make I an agree. escape. It, 
it they either need to in, in instances like that you almost wish that they would rewrite the rules to at least represent what happens on the field of play mm-hmm. it's like all right if all right you're not going to call it all right well let's, let's change the rule then because if that's not this then we need to write that down let's get that yeah. down for the record if you're ruling that that isn't this and you have to rule with it a little liberally in that like if a guy does it who does this all the time no benefit of the doubt no well, innocent until proven this. guilty truba kadri reeves well reeves isn't even bad with this but what the people would happen who do if you threw what would happen if you like if you threw your stick like hard like you sl- you swung your stick and like flicked it you, at you'd someone. be you'd be suspended if uh if it was at their legs nothing would happen you might get a two minutes for slashing if no, you, you go anywhere it, you threw it like chest up like, oh if like, you throw your stick at someone yeah you're you're out for the game game misconduct at least like the same thing to me they take very seriously like swinging the stick as a weapon they like yeah, they really want yeah, you to take true. your your gloves off and fight I guess fist. so. Yeah, it's a bad look if you if they're be, if you're beating each other with weapons. I yeah. suppose there's one clip ever of a guy almost killing someone with a stick, and it still gets replayed because you're I've like, seen it. oh, God, I've seen it. Why did yeah. you ride him like a sled, his head into the ice, <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like you knocked him out, and then he just falls on top? It's just it's wild. It's ridiculous. <laughs> But I can't yeah, imagine I being that you. angry with someone that that like you're on camera. <laughs> there's five thousand in attendance. All of his boys are right there, yeah. and <laughs> and they're not small guys. It happens, and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna try to fucking kill you on the ice. Yeah. <laughs> like like what is going through his head? Oh yeah, when that happens, like all the sports media at the time, like I, I've gone back and like read the archives. They're like, should Donald Brashear go to jail? <laughs> like, it's like Donald Brashear is the one who got fucked up, actually. Uh, but yeah, like, it's like, hey, you can, you can, yeah, should McSorley go to Jeez. jail? And it's like, maybe, like, maybe, maybe he did try to kill that guy. No, I, no, he shouldn't have gone to jail. I'm being facetious. I have such strong up. feelings about that. I know it's, yeah. a, it's an old one, but like, so McSorley wanted Brashear to fight him. They're both fighters. Typically, if a fighter asks a fighter to fight, the answer should be yes. Mm-hmm. Brashear was like, nah, we're going to win in this game. I, I, I No. And he's like, but mm-hmm. you're a fighter. We're, I'm asking to fight. There's a code. Suck your code. No. So he hits him on. He says he's aiming for his deltoid with the stick. And he actually hits him in the side of the head. <laughs> temple. <laughs> the temple. The judge ruled on it. He's like, you are a professional athlete. There's no way you missed that on purpose. You were aiming for the head. He's like, you didn't miss it on purpose. I wouldn't have missed it on purpose. A lady in her backyard beating a rug would not have missed it on purpose. Like mm-hmm. that. And it, it, by accident, maybe I'm saying it wrong. But I was like, damn, I think he's right. I think yeah. if I was out back beating the, the sand out of a rug that I would hit it. He I is would, right. Yeah. Yeah. If so, I'm professional, I don't know. But he, your honor, I wasn't in the backyard beating a rug. I was skating 15 miles per hour, chasing a moving proponent who was also a professional athlete, mind you, who did not want to get hit in the head. Kyle, this is is better for you, a baseball comparison. You know how the catcher catches it, and then he stands up and he throws it back to the pitcher. If the catcher caught the ball, then stood up and threw it as hard as he could into the back of the batter's head, (laughs) and then said, oh my God, my stars and garters, I've misthrown it. Like you'd, you'd be like, no, you didn't, you bitch. You're a professional. You've it's never missed analogy. It. To, to be I'll fair, tell that you happens. Why. It's that not happens what happened. quite a bit, and it's funny because we wear helmets. So <laughs> what happened was he tapped him on the side of the head, and it wasn't that big a hit or something, but the guy fell backwards. Fighters wear their helmets very loose so they can remove them while they fight, especially back in the day. And uh, his head hit the ice. And that, in my opinion, is what did all the brain damage. Yeah, That's how that there guy was got brain hurt. damage. Oh yeah, yeah. He got oh pretty... shit. See, I guess we kind of glossed over that. Like, to me, the intent was kind of the core argument we were making. But you're telling me that not only did he, he intend to hurt I'm someone, telling, he brain career, injured. I'm telling over. you, he intended to like get his attention, and oh. he brained him because his head oh. hit the ice. So the, it's like a funny. Th- everyone acted like that. Well, if it happened in a bar, he'd go to prison. They acted yeah. like he swung at him with a baseball bat, which wasn't really how it went down at all. Instead, he like... It was like a knockout f- game thing. Yeah, I I don't know. The, the, the head hitting the ice is what did all the damage, in my opinion. Fucking lace and your helmet up. That's true. Well, but he's a I fighter. Mean, he's a fighter. I don't give like a shit. Like, 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 I'm sure there's some code where you're like, hey, can I take my helmet off so that you can punch me better? It'll take me an extra minute because I snapped. I buckled up. Remember Bouchard? 
Yeah, <laughs> I buckle it up now. Dude, yeah. Kyle, it's like, it's funny right. you say that because like it no was way. only like it was only like seven years ago that the NHL made a rule. They're like, too many people are getting CD and getting fucked up. Football's getting a lot of pressure. Only a matter of time till they come for us. No, if you're gonna fight. It is a match penalty, which means you're removed from the game if you remove your own helmet. And so for the first like half of that season before they could renew the rules, players would be like, you want to fucking go, bud? And they'd be like, yeah, I'll go. And then they would unbutton their own helmet and then lean over and they'd take <laughs> each other's helmets off and then they would start fighting. And so then they had to go, you cannot intentionally remove your own helmet or the helmet of the person you're about to fight. <laughs> because they would do that. They'd like bow to each other Japanese style. They'd each flip each other's buckets off and then they would fight. <laughs> I've always great. liked that about hockey fights. Like, I don't know. It's they're a little bit gentlemanly. They're 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 fighting. Mm -hmm. It hurts. People get Hear knocked out. out. An improvement. Okay. All right. So the way you've got things right now, it seems like there's a decent amount of fighting that happens. Would you say it happens once a game? Like at least some little scuffle? Not not. Oh yeah, at least some scuffles, not some shoving, and like costume. some of this, like like maybe yeah, we don't square off and everything. Happens, but yeah. but like, like what if there was like, oh, these two want to go at it. All right, bring in the ring. What if they <laughs> what if they kicked off their fucking skates, put some fucking gloves on them, MMA style, took their helmets and pads off real quick, and they had like a like a one round fucking fight right there in the UFC style. In the See, I, I'm I'm not down for removing all the equipment. It would be a rink of ice with bars around it and they would have to remove all their upper body padding keep their skates on and then they box in oh, that you, want them, uh, you don't want them on foot you, all you they do is bring the posts out stick it around the center circle and then they have to fight in there on their skates still because that's kind of it's fucking hockey they have to wear skates. what if the winner <laughs> the clear winner gets a goal see that wouldn't be fair because then the rangers every single game ryan reeves would be like anybody want to box and they'd be like no ryan no one wants to what box if they get an advantage what if they get like uh possession the next possession uh, and if, they weren't, if, if it wasn't already theirs then double oh no wait 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 wait. uh the winner gets to stay on the ice right so they get a power play oh okay okay the winner <laughs> of the fight gets a power play it's yeah. a one minute power play let's not be silly <laughs> <laughs> dude that would be so cool that would be so cool revolutionize the game <laughs> It could bring a lot what, more fighters what, in. Whatever you're striking this it video would. in HL, take a minute and listen to the part where we <laughs> talk about <laughs> <laughs> Hold the trigger and pick up the phone. <laughs> we got lots of ideas to make lots your sport popular. Yes. <laughs> where do you hear about playing with golf clubs? Oh. <laughs> uh, hear me out. Tupac's. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly that, there's a lot of shit going on. <laughs> tell, tell me that that puck just being on fire would not be an improvement. I don't know how you'd keep it on fire, man. I do. How? Well, I mean, I mean, you know, we'd light it on fire with some shit. I don't know, some flammable so shit. Fuel source in it. I would like that. And it would, and the goalies, their entire bodies, other than glove and blocker, covered in carrots. Gasoline. <laughs> glove blocker pads, dry as a bone. Jersey, soaked. <laughs> and so there's a huge amount of pressure on the tendy. And because right. they're not going to last long, there's going to be a lot of e-bugs, emergency backup goalies, poor accountants getting lit a flame. Call me. The hurricanes need a guy. <laughs> what, if it what if it automatically exploded the puck? When it when it passed into the three dimensional realm, which is the net, that would be cool. I would like yeah. that. It kind of like blows up in a firework of whatever color the scoring team is. Like really loud though, unbelievably. You know, speaking of loud, obnoxious sports things, the Columbus Blue Jackets, a team name that I hate. The Blues has been around for since '67. One of the the seventh team to be added to the NHL is St. Louis, and then Columbus comes around in the fucking early 2000s and they go we're going to be the blue jackets what the, that should have been vetoed first of I all second of all idea. every time they score they shoot a literal a blank out of a cannon in their arena thank god they don't score very often because <laughs> it is the like apparently it is the most obnoxious thing for everyone who's not a blue jackets fan they were they in, in their big covered arena every goal they they won a game 10 Those to nothing so last year against Montreal. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure people went deaf like in the arena after 10 Dude, firings. What if, hear me out, the puck has razor blades and you might think, oh, Woody. Occasionally you score through the side of the net. Okay. Uh, yeah. Or you know, sometimes you score, goes out the back of the net, does not count. 
there's the Columbus cannon. I was I wanted to buy one of these one time, and I was I was so so close to buying like one of these. I didn't give it. The problem is when you start talking to cannon folk, is they're like, "Oh, do you want a Civil War cannon or a Revolutionary War cannon?" Or I'm like, "I don't fucking care." And they get butt hurt about it because they're like super into the historical nature of it. And then it's hard to find another cannoneer after you've pissed off the cannon. Cannoneer. Yeah, mm. I don't know. I imagine it, that's it was, not a booming just, Facebook group. You can you be probably surprised. have cannons now, right? Didn't you say that? Yeah, I can have cannons. I don't want a cannon though. I don't really have anywhere to to shoot it in in the cul-de-sac here. So <laughs> I just imagine you could like I can't think of a lot of cool cannon shit, but I bet Kyle's who has a talent for this could dream up some cannon things. Yeah, I mean like, it depends. Like if you just wanted something fun to do or something cool to look at, yeah, you could do all sorts of cool things with cannons and artillery pieces and mortars and like, all the like. I'm not allowed to fire rifles, so technically this is a cannon. And it's like fifty <laughs> C fifty cal you know, in the middle of it i mean yeah i could I, there's a lot of crazy silly stuff i could do i don't really have any uh, inclination to i mean i my mortar is still over there at dad's place i'm sure somewhere there my yes back in jail the bull <laughs> 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 yeah, let me that. i thought i was being clever yeah maybe i'm <laughs> bad ideas. You guys want to rap? Yeah, dinner time. Oh, <laughs> all right. PKN four hundred eight.